10 more years. 10 more years until other different problems come up and they just get more expensive, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. So, sorry, yes, please record whenever you're, I yeah, guess. All right, I've, I've hit it. Okay. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, exa- I'm emotionally wasted now. <laughs> I do not blame you after all that. Man. Yeah, that's yeah, that was that was that was what was going on last week. So Yeah. Yeah, it's just been it's been a rough summer, man. I'm ready for summer to be over. I'm ready for, to get back into the swing of school and get back into a good routine. Yes. I said the same thing. Yeah. It's time. It is time. I'm tired of kids being bored. I'm tired of kids eating because they're bored. Yeah. <laughs> all they want to do is eat all of our food because they have nothing better to do. Yep. So or not eating real meals because they just don't want to make anything at lunchtime. Correct. Absolutely. Or what they want to do is stop you from working so that you'll go make something for them. Yeah. <laughs> so they refuse to. Yeah. Oh, man. Unreal. What'd you, Unreal. Have for, so, yeah. what'd you have for lunch today? A cliff bar, some fruit snacks, some goldfish. <laughs> Sounds about right. Grapes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, fruit Loops. Yep. <laughs> some fruit loops for lunch. But yeah, I'm also, oh man, because are your kids, are they good at getting up in the morning still? Or are they sleeping in pretty, pretty hardcore? Yeah, we wake them up at eight o'clock. Okay. See, so, yeah. And then this over morning, the next couple of weeks, we'll make it a little bit earlier until it's right back to normal time. Yeah. Well, what's normal time when school's around five, something like that, five or six for them? About 545. 545. Okay. Yeah. No, for our kids, <laughs> I told them it's going to, they're in a world of pain coming up here, man. So we've been, we've been. Every day, it's been a little bit earlier and earlier every day. We're, we're trying to ramp up towards getting ready for school again. Today was 8.30. It was, ooh, that was rough. 8.30, ah, what? Why are you waking me up? I don't have anywhere to go. Ah. I was like, get up. It's time to be up. So the, <sighs> to make it easy, I just open the door and let the dogs run in. And they can't get mad at the little puppies. So True. Very true. So, but yeah, doors open, lights come on sound machines go off yeah i'm like get up it's time and then what they do is they get up and then one of them sneaks back into bed like not too much later yep. i was like and of course from working from home i'm working and i don't pay attention to it and i was like ah oh, no get up yeah <laughs> can i it doesn't count if you woke up for five minutes man you gotta get up <laughs> there was one day probably two weeks ago where i forgot to wake him up and i'm like it's 10 o'clock and i'm like oh crap they're still in bed Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, trust me. Yeah, my kid. They just they get their days and nights mixed up every time. Whether it's break or you know summer break, winter break, you know any break they get, it's always the same, man. Always the same. I go to bed so early and get up so early that we have set times. I'm like, you guys have to go to bed at ten o'clock because my alarm's going off at four, mm-hmm. and you're keeping me up, and then I'm not going to get any sleep, and I'll be in a bad mood tomorrow. <laughs> Feel the rage and the wrath of yes. me <laughs> without sleep. Uh, yeah, no, it's funny. Most of the time, yeah, we're 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 in bed and ready to go to sleep before they're even winding down. Sometimes it's like, oh my god. So when when six thirty comes around or six whatever time we're gonna have them wake up, I don't know six fifteen, six thirty. It's gonna be painful. It's yep. gonna be painful for them. No joke. And the first few weeks are rough, and they're tired when yep. they get home and emotional. Oh. And- Oh, and they don't get to eat whatever they want to eat now. So it's like, oh, I'm so starving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. So. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's time. It is time. So. But other than that, I don't know if I got anything else to really share with you as far as, you know, drama or anything. Just 
going along. Oh, uh, we finished the bathroom. Officially finished with it. So that's great. Hey. You know, took you a lot so less now, time than me. Now we're not, no more pee pee dances outside the door. <laughs> nice. People, it happened last night. I go, Brody, guess what? Me and your mom are pooping at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, ew, in the same bathroom? I was like, no, you genius. <laughs> <laughs> and the new one. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Along those lines, uh, we were calling the kids down for dinner. We kept yelling for Madeline. She was upstairs. And finally, she I, she pulled on her phone on the toilet and called the Alexa <laughs> and sent a yeah. message through it. She goes, I'm sitting on the toilet. So if you want me to come down with toilet paper in my butt still, I will. <laughs> We're like, finish up. Oh my God. That's so hilarious. Yeah. No, one of mine, that's, that's their routine is to go. As soon as we sit down for dinner, she sits down, then she gets up and goes to the bathroom for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I was like, we just sat down for dinner. <laughs> She's in there. See, my, oh. my, my kids wait for that for dish time. Like, oh, it's oh, time yeah. to clean up the kitchen. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, true. Sure, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Gotta go. I'm timing sure. it. Perfect timing, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> so, hey, hey there, man, it's been a it's been a whirlwind of a summer. Summer needs to be done. I think you agree with me. Yes, very now much. Now on so. to the good stuff. What what good stuff you got for us this week? Well, we'll start off with uh, my more comp more brewing company double space boots IPA. Wait a minute, it's called double space boots. Yes. Wow. Double more dry brewing. hop. Yeah, they're near Thank Chicago. You. It's a very hazy, uh, narrow gauge like beer. It's awesome. Yeah. All right, big cool. fan. All right. So, how many out of five pints? How many are we giving it? Oh, this is a five. This is like yeah. not as good as OJ run, but close. Oh, okay. Dang. All right. And it's from it's from narrow gauge. No, this is from. Uh, you said more, more yeah, brewing. More brewing. Yeah, it's it's equivalent to narrow gauge probably oh equivalent uh, i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry equivalent to, all right yeah so and where they where are they located out of um near chicago let's see okay. this was one i got when i went over to drop will off in illinois um huntley illinois mm-hmm. oh the, i remember that horror story yes. oh the, yeah the bad, it was a bad storm or something like that right yeah a, oh, a tornado just ahead of us apparently <laughs> Oh my god, that's a that's a story for the ages right there. That's that unbelievable to me. Oh my god, and Ugh. I didn't even stop for beer on that trip. I picked the beer up on the way when I was dropping them off. That was picking them up that that took twelve hours oh, for a, that's a just for a five hour car ride. I didn't even live the experience, but I still feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. So. All right, so that's a strong score there, man. It is. Man. It, it's a really good beer. I'm I'm a big yeah. fan of it. I want to get more of Double their stuff space to try. Bo- it. I like that name. That's a cool name. Double Space Boots. All right. Yep. So, we've been teasing for a few weeks that we have this best of TV show list. Do you still have it? <laughs> I have to see if I have it. What? How, did I send it to you? What? How did I send it to you? It was on text. Here, I'll text it right back to you. Okay, yeah, text it back to me because otherwise I'll have to scroll forever to find it. So yeah, so. Looking at the list, it's a ranking of the best TV shows of all time, and it's like a cumulative list of IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, trying to see what some of these other ones are. So it's got critics and viewers from Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic scores, 
Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember this thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's got everything on. There. Yeah, yeah. It's got everything, and then it gives them like an average overall. Yeah, the overall score from all these different rating systems. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was interesting because I think some of these things are on there that are just too recent and they haven't had enough time to cook. Yeah. <laughs> if I may say it that way. Or, um, or there's even new stuff that has come out that should be on here at this point. Yeah. So how do we want to tackle this? Because this is a 50-show list. I don't, think, do you want, I don't think we want to hit on all 50 of them. No. Or we can if you want. No. But... um. Out of the ones that you see here, what are some that you feel are don't belong on the list at um, all? Gosh, I don't know. Um, I, there's a lot on here I haven't seen. Yeah. I and, just, see, and it's hard to judge if you haven't seen it. Right. Because um, it, it's impossible to see all of these. Yeah. Um, and, like, there's a lot. Like, a lot of my two watch list is on here. Like, like uh, okay, for example – Severance is number twenty-seven on this list. Okay, and I've seen Severance. Yeah. I, I, did you watch it as well? The, it was on Apple. I don't know if you watched this one or not yet. Yes. Yes. I okay. Did. It only has one season. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a show with just one season belongs on the list, but using that as a litmus test, right? Mm-hmm. I believe Last of Us. Where's that? It's on the, it, the Last of Us is at number thirty-two. So Severance is at twenty-seven, and Last of Us is at thirty-two. Again, I don't know if you have enough material to work off here to say that this is what ranks it as a best TV show of all time. Yes. Because what if season two is a dud? Right. Right. Or so it, I don't know why this is why this is making the list at all. Or I, here, I, when this list came out, uh, only the bear season one was out there. Yeah. And it's at forty. Season yeah. two was like head and shoulders above it. Season one was good. Yeah. Season two was amazing. So it would shoot up this list most likely. Okay, well, here, I'm going to list off the ones I don't think I, I, I'll tell you the ones I haven't watched. Okay. So I can't really, I can't really make you know say you, this doesn't belong there. You've okay. probably watched so, a lot more of these than I have. Well, okay, so The Haunting of Hill House have not watched it. Yeah. Um, Happy Valley. Uh, I know of Twin Peaks. I and I've watched some of Twin Peaks, but I wasn't of the age when that came out. Yeah. To say I watched it religiously because I know how much of a a phenomenon it was at that time. Like it was the thing everybody was watching like game of Thrones. Yes. At that time it was kind of like that. Not, not saying it's a fantasy show, but just everybody was talking about it kind of thing. And that was a time where you had to watch week to week. Cause you couldn't, there, there yep. was no streaming to pick it up on. You couldn't binge yep. it. Um, and the shield, I know of the shield. I know how popular it is. Just having to actually sat down to watch all of it. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta, I've not seen that. That's Hannibal, so know of it, but have not watched it. Mm-hmm. The Mayor of Easttown, Mayor of Easttown is a is a limited series. It's only it's it was I think seven episodes and done. Yeah, uh, Kate Winslet was in an HBO show. So again, I'm like, huh. I don't even think it was HBO. I think it was like Showtime or Cinemax. No, it was it was HBO. Was it? Because I, I don't yeah. remember seeing it on Max. Yeah, it's on there. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. I just wasn't a lost person. I just, it just wasn't for me. I think you said you started watching it, but did you stop at some point? No, I watched the whole show. I really enjoyed it. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. So what'd you think of it? I, I enjoyed the show. It, it it didn't tie up all the loose ends and I can understand why people didn't like the ending, but I had no problem with it. No. Um, when they see us, never even heard of it. No. Uh, Peep show, never heard of it. Heartstopper. 
no clue what it is. Uh, let's see. Narcos, I've watched some of it, just haven't gotten far enough in to say, yeah, that belongs that high on the list. It's number 22 out of out of 50. Yeah. Um, Battlestar Galactica, the 04 version of it, have not watched that. Uh, Dark Fleabag. Fleabag is number 12 on this list. I don't even know how many seasons that is. Uh, I think it's three. I think it's Amazon Prime. Yeah. And then the rest of the way up, I can speak pretty well about all of the ones the rest of the way up, except for number three on the list. But I could have Jen come in here and give her two cents on that. Yeah, Chernobyl. She did watch the, she watched the whole thing. Yeah, Chernobyl. Yeah. So as you can see, there's a bunch on here that we haven't watched. Um, some that I just, we, you know, watch some of, you know, because yeah. like you said, TV's hard. TV is very difficult to get through. Um just because there's just so much of it out there. Yeah. So I think what I would say is there's one show on here that I think – actually, I'll give two shows I think belong on this list. And I have pretty good arguments why I think they belong on the list. Okay. Letterkenny belongs on this list. Oh, I would agree. Because it has a cult following would be my biggest thing. Um, it, it's just – it's that the, the dialogue itself is – unbelievable yes unbelievable dialogue it's quick to get through um and anyone that watches it, i've not met one person yet that didn't love it yeah you know what I mean? and there's people that are split about even even if you were to drop the sopranos to some people some people are like, i love the sopranos and i feel like i didn't care for sopranos i've not heard one person one time say that letter kenny is not funny or here's the thing some like sopranos i hated i hated the ending you hear that all yeah. the time yeah no one said that about anything with Letterkenny. Which, and it's still not even done. It hasn't right. finished its run yet. Right? right. So we'll have to see how they end it. But this is one of those shows where you don't really need to have an ending of it. Like, it, it, it's not an anthology by any means. But, and they tie together. But if you were just to, if it were just to stop, yeah. it would be fine. You know? Yeah. Um, actually, I have two. I'm sorry, two more beyond that. Okay. Um, the other one would be um, What We Do in the Shadows. I don't know. Okay. If you've done, no, if I have not given. I've not gotten in the show yet. I've watched the movie. Yeah, but the TV show it's, is. It, it's right up there. It, it it's a brilliant comedy. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's so good. If The Office is on this list, what we do in the shadows would belong on this list as well. I agree. Um, and one of the last ones I'll throw out there is Shit's Creek. I think Shit's Creek would definitely belong on this list. It could easily replace some of these ones that are less well known. Yes. Um, I've I've only watched I've only no, watched sorry, a few episodes. Uh, Aaron blew past me on it, so I don't. Oh think she yeah, ever finished it, it, it either. It's one of those shows that it took a few. You got you got to work through it. Yeah. You know, I, it's, I call that the wire treatment. Where if you don't get through the first few episodes and just power through the first few episodes of the wire, you're like, this is just not for me. Yeah. But once you do power through and you start diving into it, you're like, whoa, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of those kind. So. I again of the ones I haven't watched, I would probably say you could probably replace all those. I really do. And um, I, one you didn't mention, Silicon Valley. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, good call. Yeah. Maybe Dexter, but maybe it doesn't make the list because the ending. I, it, it, you know, almost second half of the show. Yeah. Because yeah. once they but got talk past, about, hey, we'll talk about three, three, well, four, I guess, four yeah. brilliant yeah. seasons of television. At I least just don't understand why that would make it. Yeah. Because um, like Line of Duty, have you ever even heard of Line of Duty? Yeah, I have. 
What what is that? Do you have any clue what it is? No clue. See, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't have no idea. Um, and this is going to be shocking because of our our type of podcast that we do. But the Mandalorian, if it weren't on the list, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. If on the list, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? I maybe not that high. Um, it's great. It's a cultural phenomenon in regards to everyone loves Baby Yoda. Uh, it's fun. It's the best. It's the best Star Wars show that we've gotten. Um, I don't know. I like. I liked Andor better for being the more adult Star Wars that we've never had before. I and I love Andor. I do. I do love it as much. I. I do think that do the fact that we haven't had more than one season of Andor, but yeah. we've had basically three and a half seasons. Yes. Of main of the Mandalor right Mandalorian. Yep. That's why I give the nod to Mandalorian because it has a longer track record of being really good. Yeah. But there are some there are some down points to man. I get that too. If you want to make that argument, there's that there's some really great parts, and there's some parts just like eh, whatever. We just need to get moving along here. But um, yeah, because they have some of those high costs, big special effects episodes, correct. and then they have like the set pieces to kind of save the money. Then yeah, yeah. So this list is odd. I don't I don't agree with it very much. A lot of these shows just don't have the staying power. They haven't been around long enough. Like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I think that should probably be ranked higher. Yeah, because it's been on forever and it's it's still high quality. Yeah. Um, so the one thing I did notice about this list is almost everything is modern. I mean, you'll have the Twin is. Peaks, yeah. the Seinfeld, the Friends, but then everything else is almost teens or newer. Yeah. Well, it makes you think. <laughs> the people that used to watch the shows, like I could very easily make an argument that I Love Lucy probably belongs on this list. Oh yeah. Um, a, co- or a show that you and I pro- maybe I like it. I think I probably like it more than you do. But uh, Coach, I maybe oh, Coach <laughs> is know? great. <laughs> Coach is one of those shows I think that could easily be on this list. Um, so I, the problem with a list like this is being mm-hmm. based off ranking systems from the internet. You are going to yep. exclude a generation that hasn't really. I don't want to say hasn't embraced technology. But yeah. doesn't see the point in going out onto IMDb and rating shows that they watched, or or people that are of a younger generation haven't gone back to watch the older shows. Yeah, like because example, I, yeah. like you and I have seen the old shows. Like yeah. we've watched like an Andy Griffith show, or we've watched an I Love Lucy, or a Mash, or you know right. any of those old shows from yeah. 60, 50, 60, 70. Like we we actually have exposure to those. Where kids nowadays they're not going to watch any of that stuff because it's not. Right in front of you on a streaming service. I I've brought up some Hitchcock movies to watch with my kids, and they're like, yeah. "Ew, they're black and white." I uh, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, like, "Oh no, 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 that doesn't make a difference at no, all." It doesn't. Yeah. And the other thing is, with everything streaming, they don't. They're not going to sit there like we did in front of the TV and kind of scroll through and just see what was on because we yeah. had limited options and reruns were so important back in TV yeah. back then. Yeah. Does Mama's Family make the list? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Golden Girls, maybe. Roseanne. Prior to the controversy, prior to all the nonsense she was in, that show was a phenomenon, dude. It really was. It was. I don't know though. Okay. Right. I'm curious. I throw I like throwing out the controversial ones. Well, if you think about all the sitcoms that were on at the same time, I mean people could run through and just name sitcom after sitcom after sitcom that had good stretches, but maybe not necessarily full good seasons. 
yeah, I got I got you there. So okay, well let's let, let's take a look at this. And is there anything that's super low on this list that you'd probably bump up a little bit higher? Okay, um, I would definitely bump up the bear, especially yeah. with the new season out. Okay, so two seasons is enough for you to put it way higher on the list. Yes. Oh wow, it's I gotta so, get around to watching the show. Right, apparently, it's, so, I've heard nothing but good things. So much so that the other night, Aaron was sitting. She's like, "We need to find a new show to watch." I'm like. I've watched The Bear. It's been on the background when I worked. I'm going to pick up a bunch of stuff watching the second time. Let's do it. Okay. And she got an episode in, and then I had to go pick Malin up at school, and she's like, well, you've already seen it, so I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. We were in this together. Yeah. <laughs> You're just leaving me behind. Well, this, ain't the Marine. this is like the Marines. You don't leave me behind, lady. <laughs> at least it wasn't like Dexter where she got into it when I was on the last season and oh. then asked me to wait so she could catch back up. I'm like, that's seven seasons you have to watch. For real, that's a lot. I <laughs> get it, that's though. hilarious. It's funny that we're talking about television right now because Jen, I don't know what stick got up her, but she went back and she's now she's never seen it before. Yeah, but it's on Netflix, and she she dove in for whatever reason. I don't know what again sparked this, but she's watching Gilmore Girls right now. Oh, she's upstairs right now watching it. Uh, my girls have binged it all. Oh yeah, she's she's so deep into that. It's all she does now. That's what she consumes. <laughs> That's it. It's okay, like, you, you want to watch something? She's like, no, I'm watching Gilmore Girls. I was like, well, I don't want to watch it, so guess we're not watching anything. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Um. Oh, did you did you watch it as well? I would catch episodes here and, episode here and there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. Um, here, here you go. Something that's missing from the list that I didn't notice until just now when we we're talking about it. Ted Lasso. Wow, good call. And that's done. well, in theory, it should be done. I think if they come back with it all, if he's not in it, then it's got to be a spinoff of some kind. Yeah, like, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I, what would you say? Okay, looking at the top ten, which we haven't really talked much about it. Would you? Is there anything in the top ten that you would knock out of its place and put Lasso in place of it? Probably, but I mean, I've seen one, two, three, four. I've only seen all of four of these series. Okay, and I, I'm right there with you as far as like, okay, my blind spots are Peaky Blinders. Haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, Sherlock. I have, but I've not watched it religiously. It's like one of those where I'll watch. Yeah, because that's that weird BBC stuff where like a season's like three episodes or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I've watched it and it's good. It's really good. Um, but I don't know if I consider it top 10. Mm. Um, Stranger Things, I kicked that out of the top 10 so fast. It's not even funny. I don't I, think it's a top 10 show whatsoever. I think it's a great show. Yeah. I don't know if I could classify it as a top 10 though. Yep. Uh, Better Call Saul. I love Better Call Saul. But if it were to be kicked out of the top 10, it wouldn't, it wouldn't break my heart. You know, I, I, I think it's a very enjoyable show, but it's not, it's not breaking bad. I've not started it yet. I really want to watch it though. So it's on my list to do now that it's over. Yeah. And then the wire band of brothers and the Sopranos, you could flip flop those in whatever order in the top 10. I would go, that's fine. I have no issue with it. Those are all well, very worthy of being in the top 10. So um, I, I agree. With I would, I'd rank the wire above Sopranos. I think yeah. the wire is superior to Sopranos. I have um, not finished Sopranos. Um, I need to, I need to go back and do it. And I haven't watched Band of Brothers. See, I think with Sopranos, it might, it might require a rewatch from the very beginning. And that's, that's a big commitment. That's probably what I would do if I got yeah. around to it too. Um, Chernobyl, I have not watched it, but Jen told me how amazing it was. I just need to yeah. sit down and get through it. 
Um, this, this will I, be the interesting the, one. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, this is the, the 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 top two are the most interesting because you could debate a lot of it whether it belong whether they belong there or whether the one doesn't belong in the top ten at all. Yeah. So okay, number two is Game of Thrones, which would be the one that you could argue doesn't deserve to be there because of how it ended. Correct. Correct. I am of the opinion that you don't just throw away because I think it was seven seasons, right? If I remember correctly. Yes. Actually, yeah, we... yeah, it was seven seasons because the last two were not based on books. They were based on outlines mm-hmm. from George R. R. So I'm not going to throw away six amazing seasons of television just because it didn't land. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't think not not hitting the landing negates by far one of the most globally beloved TV shows of all time. I just, but I could understand an argument to not put it in there because it just ended so funky. I, I agree with you. Everyone, I, it ended funky. It really did. They just didn't hit, they just didn't land it. So I would think my personal ranking, it probably wouldn't be number two, but it would still be in the top 10. Okay. And then last but not least, Breaking Bad. Do you agree with Breaking Bad being the number one show of all time? Probably. I mean, just going through this list, I can't see anything on this list that would bump it. I have no I have no qualms about it. I I can see every argument from every which way. It's one of the best characters. It's but I guess every time we talk about Breaking Bad, I always feel like I'm always on the outside and people always wanted to say how horrible of a person I am. But I think Walter White was the hero instead of the villain. I really do because I think I look at it just from the I think we've talked about this plenty of times before. He was just trying to help his family. Yeah. That's it. And I go, as a father, I'd do the same thing. If I knew I was going to die and I had to make money for my family to be taken care of, I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to break all the laws. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess that makes me a bad person in some ways, I guess. Nah. I don't understand how, but okay. So, yeah. Um, Other things from this list that might make the top 10. Um, I'm a huge Battlestar Galactica fan. I love that show. So that would probably we, be in the top that, 10. Well, that's at 19, 19. So you, you think that's a top 10? I think so. For me, it is. Okay. And um, I, I can, okay, well, here, let's do this. I can, we can, I say we can easily knock out Chernobyl, Stranger Things, and Sherlock for sure. And I don't know who I want to knock out Peaky Blinders because I've been told how amazing Peaky Blinders is. Yeah, I can't justify putting it in the top 10 though if I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. So you got three, what was that, three shows that you could just get rid of pretty easy? So okay. you move up uh, Battlestar into your top ten. What's two others that you'd move into the top ten then? Uh, probably Ted Lasso. Okay, which didn't even make the damn list I know. <laughs> at all, which is ridiculous, but okay. And then, and then we got one more. It's tough because I love Silicon Valley. Yeah. The, uh, the middle-out technology bit made that show for me. Yeah. Well, and then here, can I ask you this question? Are you not just not? Are you not a Seinfeld fan at all? I I enjoyed it. Um, it didn't stick the landing either. For being a show that it, it lived in infamy on reruns, it was yeah. it was just one. It's a comfort show because it was just always on. It didn't matter. You could just flip through the channels at one point in the day, and you probably find it on somewhere, right? It it was the original Office. Correct, and it's it's. It's so quotable. You could say lines. I, I still quote lines from that show to this day. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. I I almost want to put The Office up there just because how rewatchable I find it to be. And I it's was just so hilarious. I was thinking that too. I just don't know. I and I'm looking. I, okay, here, here's my. I, I don't know what I. You were you went through it pretty quick and were able to find ones like. Man, House is an amazing show. House I don't know is a really good House. show. Yeah, House is really really good. Succession. You already know how much I love Succession. I just think. Yeah. HBO dominates this list like always. They oh, just yeah. have the best television. Freaks and Geeks. That's the counter argument where I just said I don't know if there's enough. Um, I don't know if there's enough seasons. Like again, because Freaks and Geeks was one season. It was so, one season, but it was like twenty episodes though. And it was that's perfection. Like, it that's was like perfection. Two it seasons really on modern TV shows, especially yeah. in the streaming age. But yeah. you got no closer with the show because it left it on a huge cliffhanger. Yep. So you never knew what happened. Yeah. That's the only argument against it. Yeah. Uh, so hold on one second. Sorry, I got. Oops. So real quick. Sorry about that. It's all right. um. It's always sunny. Could easily be top ten. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Um, Mine Hunter. I cannot rave enough about Mine Hunter. I. It's a glorious show and it's just a shame they're not going to go the full distance with it because i think they would have gone the full distance with it man i think it'd be i think it'd be top 10 easily yeah easily could be a top 10 show i think another Mad season i have you are you have you watched Mad Men? i i've not seen Mad Men. Oh, crap did yours just go off too yep okay sorry amber alert everybody <laughs> Good Lord. and actually i'm surrounded by it because all my work stuff goes off too Oh really? Oh wow! So three tablets, a handheld device. Oh my gosh! Um, um, so here, let's take a look I, here. I, I have not seen Mad Men. It's it's another one that I want to watch. I just haven't oh, gone back to it. That's a, that's a you and Aaron you to watch that. That's a good couple show to watch. Okay. It's good. It's super good. Um, um there's something see. else I was looking at that. Oh, if give the bear another season and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. that could easily uh, be top ten. See, Deadwood. Deadwood's a soft spot for me because of. I just love westerns, and this is the. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. Oh my god, it's amazing. Um, and then I'd have to drop down. I I'm good with True Detective being really far down on the list because of the how bad the second season was. The first season being almost perfection of a great first season, and then the second one was just a dookie. And <laughs> it was not good. I never watched the second season. I never went back to it after the first because I would say just skip it and go to the third. Skip it and go to the third season. I, and I haven't even watched the third season yet, but, and I heard yeah. that it's okay. So I'm not really in a rush to watch the third season either. Yeah. At, um, Atlanta could be close for me. Atlanta's pretty good. So that's worth a, that's worth a watch. How many seasons is that, though? Uh, Four, maybe. Okay, that wouldn't be too hard to get and, through. And I think they're only half an hour episodes. Okay. Um, And then I could, I'd have to drop all the way down to the last two, The Americans and Justified. Ah, God, The Americans is so good. I would so hard. That's a great show, but I don't know if you could watch it in the background kind of thing. I think you need yeah. to pay attention. It's a, you got to pay attention kind of show, but justified is just badass. <laughs> that one you could probably watch in the background. If you just want to watch something badass, that's what yeah. I say. <laughs> I've, been, I've been thinking about it since they brought it back. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot they're doing the whole something. Just, yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but it's, it's justified like something. Yeah. So, so um, here, here's Ted one. Lasso. I think we both agreed. Ted Lasso is Ted Lasso top three. Ooh. We could easily take replace Ted Lasso with Chernobyl and take Chernobyl out of it yeah. altogether. Yeah, but then it, if you're gonna put Ted Lasso up there, what do you do about uh, shrinking? Which is not oh, on the list. Hey, it came out after the, the season. Only one season. True. 
And and then um, Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest is awesome. It, uh, it's a great comedy, but it's not it's not on level of The Office, though. I don't think. No, but I mean, at yeah. the back end of this list. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else I'd take out of here. <sighs> I need to get around to Peaky Blinders. I really do. Yeah. Um, the fact that Yellowstone didn't make the list kind of shocks me. Yeah. I don't know. I ha- now, mind you. I was told this and I need to do it. I got to press through apparently because apparently Yellowstone's incredible. And I've watched the first two or three episodes of this one. I'm still not into it. Yeah. I, it, it sounds like it's right up my alley too. Kind of a modern Western a little bit. Right. It's kind of like the Sopranos, but out in Montana, I guess yeah. maybe. So I'm waiting I, and I love Kevin Costner. I really do. I'm just waiting for it to get really good. And it just hasn't yet. I've had too many people that lean a certain way. Tell me it's so good. And it's just kind of okay. turned me off of it. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Other than that, I, I'm, I'm going to put Ted Lasso in there. I'm gonna, I would not, again, Stranger Things gets kicked out right, right away. And then I'll, I'll kick out I'll kick out Piggy Blinders easily because I haven't watched it yet. So yeah. it gives me a lot of spots to move stuff up. I just don't know what I would move up. That's a hard thing, man. I'm yeah. telling you, Mindhunter is really good. Mindhunter is really good. I'm, I'm, but like I said, Letterkenny, what we do in the shadows, I don't know if it's just because I like them best or it's a matter. Do you put on there what you like the best or what you think, even though you love. OK, so for, for example, we love Letterkenny, right? Yeah. But it's really like a top 10 show in regards to it's it's a work of art kind of thing, you know, where Ted Lasso, even though Ted Lasso is a comedy, it's a work of art. It's, it's so beautiful about what it does, you know, and it invokes every emotion possible. Exactly, in which Letterkenny doesn't do that. At least no. not. I don't. I don't think it. I don't care. No, but no, I will. It, it, it invokes certain things that you wouldn't think of, like for example, the relationship between uh, Wayne and his sister Katie. Yeah, that's a beautiful relationship. That's yeah. really cool. In which do we still not know? I, and again, I haven't watched the last season. Do we ever find out what happened to their parents? No, they never say. See, that's what <laughs> I'd like to know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe they show um, up for an episode. Yeah, but I, I will say this about Letterkenny. Yeah. I've watched the full show twice in six months. See, and I and, there, and it's but it's easy to do so. Yes, very easy. <laughs> so uh, maybe Mad Men would take would move into the top ten for me. Succession, as it sits with me longer, it's still an amazing show, but I don't know if it's top ten. Yeah, it's still and it's still well worth your watch. I would still say that. Um, Not top ten worthy, but definitely should be on the list. Is Righteous Gemstones? I just finished season three of that. Yeah. God, it's so funny. What about Barry? Oh, Barry would be too. I will say this though: the first two seasons of Barry were so different than the last two. Okay. I and here's the thing: I started watching where we left off with Barry. I had to go back and rewatch. I didn't remember enough. Yeah. I had to go back and do a full rewatch. the The first two seasons of Barry are just so quirky, mm-hmm. and really good dark comedy. But then the whole show just turns dark for the last two yeah. seasons. In a good way or a bad way? Or just different? Just different. Okay. But still good? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's... I would put it the probably second half of this list. Okay. So, again, overall, I mean, these are all the normal... These are the usual suspects, right? Yeah. All the shows that are on this list are the shows you expect to be on it, except for the ones we pointed out. 
but maybe it's that's on us for not going back and maybe we need to give those like we were talking about how certain a certain generation hasn't gone back to watch some of the older stuff maybe we need to try to keep up with some of the newer stuff yeah but what's funny though is some of the newer stuff what i'm talking about here is let's see flea baggage from 2016 that's not that long ago and i've heard it's good i actually might have watched a few episodes of it and i laughed it, it's a comedy yeah. real dark comedy I just never got into it, maybe because it was on in the background. But then here, Dark. I thought Dark is something from like Germany or something like that. Yeah. And it's dubbed. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that. You know, Mr. Robot, uh, that's not that old. It's 2015. It's interesting. I've watched uh, the first two seasons of it. Yeah, and see, Heartstopper is from 2022. No clue. I don't even know where it's streaming. Never heard of it. No. But it's recent. Peep Show is from 2003. Never even heard of Peep Show. Um, Line of Duty is from 2012, so that's not that old. It's almost we're well, it's ten years old at this. We're eleven at this point. Yeah. Um, but we didn't I mean, talk about Vikings. Vikings is actually super enjoyable up until a certain like it, the problem with Vikings is they they suffered the Dexter treatment where they just stuck around too long. Yeah, they, just, they needed to. They just needed to stop after their main character. Something with their main character. I won't say what, but they just need to say that's enough. See ya. But, uh, yeah. but here, looking through the list, anything pre-2000, you have Sopranos at 99, you have The Twilight Zone, number 11, 1959, mm-hmm. kind of a blind spot, I've seen some here and there. Yeah, yeah, same. But I mean, you have down here further on the list, um, uh, oh, what is the Netflix show that's along the same lines? Oh, the Black Mirror? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, it's along that line, just not as twisted because of the time yeah. period, I think. Yeah. Um, Friends, 94. Freaks and Geeks is 99. Uh, Seinfeld, 89. It makes you wonder why they haven't tried to redo Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. But maybe it, was, it wouldn't have the same charm, I think, is the biggest problem. Maybe not. I don't know if uh, Judd Aptow wants to go back and do it. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that was older, I had one and I lost it. Oh, Twin Peaks. So that's what, like five, six shows on a 50 that are from the 90s or earlier? Yeah. Yeah. But there's just so much good TV. I just think there's a lot that's left off of this list, though. Yeah. And I want to say it's because we have so many options with streaming, but I mean, if you look, think about... I mean, I guess early, like, um, beginning of TV till the 80s, maybe 90s, you had mm-hmm. network and that was it. And then once cable expanded, all of a sudden you were overloaded with stuff again. I'm going to drop one on this list that I think has a very strong argument that maybe should at least be in the top 50 of all time. Okay. The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. I, I was actually thinking about that, too, because there are what? 30 seasons now? Correct. Yes. Uh, Any show that's had that kind of longevity, it's around because it's good. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then the other one I would have mentioned would probably be South Park. Yeah. Even though it rose some people the wrong way. It's the thing that South Park doesn't get enough credit for is how socially relevant it is. Oh, yeah. And maybe the early ones are on a date now. But you, if you look at what they go through to get an episode out in a week time mm-hmm. and to be that current on what's going on in culture it's unreal yeah. that that alone 
should up the value of the show. Agreed. So, but no, I thought it was an interesting list. It's always fun to go over these things. Oh, yeah. This is, and I just found this list to be super interesting just because of how, what, what shows were not on there. And I'm glad you brought up Ted Lasso. Really glad you brought that up because I can't imagine that maybe if this list were redone, maybe it, it, it'd pop on there. It has to pop on here somewhere, you'd think. You'd think so, but funny. I mean, it came out before Severance. Yeah. And that's so, what's so crazy about it. And it's so many seasons with just one season, too. Well, you know, if you think about it, Ted Lasso, the whole time it's been on, has been universally loved. Except for yeah. maybe the third season where it was a little more mixed than it had been. Yeah. But it stuck the landing and people went right back to loving it. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. That just so. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So, no, good list. So, what else you got on the docket for this evening? That's pretty much it. I got a bunch of stuff to run through from the last few weeks. Okay. Um, the only thing I would drop as far as just wanted to see if I if you watched it or not in regards to not homework related, but um, did you see the trailer for the Continental? I did not. I saw it was dropped in the last twenty four hours. I just haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm mixed on it. Okay. I'm mixed on it right now. You're the first person I've heard to say that. Everyone else has loved it for the most part. I'm mixed on it because the person playing Winston mm-hmm. isn't really capturing Winston. Okay. Um, I'm sure Mel Gibson being in it is kind of a little controversial a little bit as well. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know. Has he done his penance? Can he ever be forgiven? I, I mean, it's rough. That's a rough call to make. And I don't want someone to just be, you know, punish their entire rest of their life for something where it seems like he's trying to make amends. Right. And if someone's at least trying to actively make amends, I don't know. Um, I just don't know because I always forget his real name. He's Al Swearingen. He's from Deadwood. He's Winston, and I oh, never remember uh, his real name. Ian McShane. Yes, thank you, thank you. Ian McShane is such an incredible actor, and his portrayal of Winston in the Continental is—he's unbelievably good. Yeah. And then, of course, okay. you have you have the concierge who, who Lance Reddick. Yeah, he, he passed away. And the, and the guy I think they're trying to portray as the, the Lance Reddick character, and I can't remember his name in the movies, but I don't know if he's fitting the role. And I just had, I, I have, Winston sounds a certain way in my mind. Yeah. The way they're portraying him in the show, it doesn't sound the same. And I think that's the thing I'm nitpicking at the most. Now, mind you, the action looks incredible. Of course, I give me all the John Wick story I can get. You know what I mean? Even yep. with John not being in the show itself. I want to know everything about it because yeah, it's super interesting to get to know this world somehow. Because that's the best. That's one of the best things about John Wick is they're, 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 the world is expanding more and more every single movie that comes out. And you have no clue about any of it other than just what's going on with John Wick. Yeah, and so well, they're 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 giving you glimpses. Yeah, very small glimpses of what the world is about. Okay, so here's here's what I think of it like Star Wars. The, all the Star Wars movies have dealt with the Skywalker saga where there's this whole galaxy of other things going on. True. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, that was the only, that was the other trailer I was going to have you talk about. Well, not the trailer. Oh, they're just they're hyping it up because it's coming out soon. The Ahsoka show is coming out really soon. Yeah, I've stopped watching trailers and stuff for it. Yeah. Um, now, mind you, I did watch a YouTube clip, or I think it was a YouTube clip yesterday, mm-hmm. saying everything you need to know about Ahsoka before you watch the show kind of thing. Yeah. Well, a nice little recap. I enjoyed that. It was yeah. actually really well done. And her her character is so deep and it's so rich. I know. Oh. And it, the character started out so bad and annoying. 
Oh, really? That's the early Clone Wars stuff. And she never but, bothered me from the get, to be honest with you. I didn't really have anything negative. Um, but when you look at the whole character arc, though, it's just amazing. Yeah. No, and I agree. I, I love it. Um, the relationship between her and Anakin. I, I, I think I, he's going to show up, right? I think Hayden Christensen's coming back for the show. I, yeah, I heard he was, but it would have to be flashbacks because this is all post Return of the Jedi. Yeah, no, you're right. So I'm looking forward to it. It's fun because I finished Rebels finally at one point, right? I talked yeah. about that a while back. So yeah. I, I'm caught up on that. I can't wait to see. It's great. I can't wait. I'm no. really just looking forward to it. Um, two episodes and, in the first week. Yeah. Yeah, two episodes, correct, the drop. And the other thing we haven't talked about is um, Secret Invasion. I've only seen the first two episodes. Me too. And I'm not in a rush to go watch more because it, it just didn't pull me in. Yeah. Um, and that has to go with the fact that Bob, Bob Iger released some comments in regards to Disney just basically, basically bl- blasting Star Wars and Marvel for just basically oversaturating the market. Yeah. Um, and in some ways, I almost kind of agree with them. Um, yeah, but at the same time, they're a giant corporation. They want to make as much money as possible and anything with Marvel or Star Wars on it will make it. Well, I agree. Yes, I, absolutely. You're not wrong. It's just a lot of that was done when he left. A lot of this was what, when oh, he yeah. stepped down. And then when they brought him back because of how poorly everything's been performed, because I've heard a lot about in regards to you know how there's Hulu, Disney, and ESPN all bundled together. Yeah. Apparently ESPN is just hemorrhaging money right now. They're losing money. Oh, yeah. Them, right. They laid off a ton of people recently, too. Yeah. So... And then Disney trying to hasn't been performing well in the theater, and he's blaming you know he was blaming the streaming service and trying to join the streaming wars instead of just Disney being Disney because that's I what's funny is I was like this is this this is the guy that got Disney to you know be what the monster it is now he yeah. he was in charge for the majority of that so I kind of go he kind of knows what he's talking about yeah and as soon as. All they did was keep going back to the well with the live action remakes, and then the Pixar stuff just hasn't been up to the level it once was. Yeah, a um, lot more misses than hits. It's and a lot of that again, whether it's political or not. Then that's what I go. I go. The news is politicizing stuff that they doesn't really need to. Because when you yeah. when you go see what was the big, everyone's up in arms about whatever. You go, yeah, I watched it. It was not a big deal. Yeah, it wasn't. It was blown way out of proportion. Right. Yep. And I wonder if that's playing into it is just a lot of people just doing that. But then again, on some other things, as far as quality goes, I agree with them on that too. Cause I'll use light as that example. Blown way out of proportion, so far out of proportion about that. Yeah. But the quality of the movie just wasn't that great. It really yeah. wasn't. Even though it had the King of the nerds in it, as we crowned him last week, <laughs> <laughs> he's still King of the nerds. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. He was fine. Actually, Chris Evans was very enjoyable as the, he was great as the voice actor. It's just was story. just yeah. wasn't that captivating. Um, to, and that to circle this all back to where we began with was just, I don't feel oversaturated by Marvel. I want to enjoy it. I just didn't, it just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. I, I'm going to go back. I have to finish it. Cause I oh, mean, yeah. now it's getting, it's getting spoiled. It's hard to not run into spoilers every now and then about what's happening with it. Um, but I still watch it. Yeah. It's just sad. I, I, I was really, really looking forward to it and it just didn't do it. It just didn't do a damn thing. So I like, I like the MCU stuff. 
I have no problem with what the, when they deviate from the stories. Mm-hmm. It's worked out so far. Just based off the two episodes, though, it didn't it didn't feel like this one was working. Where if they would have stuck maybe a little closer to the comic, mm-hmm. right off the bat, give us a bigger reveal than uh, Martin Freeman's character. Like I, I wanted somebody big to be revealed as as a skull. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Because I mean, if you look back in Secret Evasion and even before that. Wolverine was a scroll in the X-Men. They found that before Secret Invasion and tied it all in. Uh, Mockingbird disappeared forever. They thought she was dead. Well, it was a scroll that died. She was still around. Wasn't Mr. Fantastic a scroll in the story? I'm trying to remember. There, There were some big names that were replaced. And I just didn't feel like we were going to get it from at least what I saw in the first two episodes. I think he was. I think he was. It's hard, man. It's hard to remember all that. That's a top-level character to to replace in your book. Yeah. And when you don't have that, I don't know. It it just felt like it was going to be a letdown. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I don't know what to make of it. Um, Does it lessen your excitement for Loki? No. The Jonathan, I, have they made a decision about? I haven't seen anything. Have you about no, Jonathan? I haven't seen anything. Decided? I think they're probably going to let it blow over and just. I move think forward. that's exactly what they're going to do because I don't. I haven't heard anything in the news about it at yeah. all. It ties to the bigger picture of what's coming in Marvel, so I'm excited about that. Okay. Yeah. No, me too. I'm excited about it. Um, it's it's got our boy short round in it, so I'm still super excited about that. Oh yeah. <sighs> I just I was curious if you I, I was thinking maybe you 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 stayed up to date with a secret invasion I, but the fact that you haven't I'm like it makes sense too it just does because it's just well you know and there's other things we're wanting to watch instead like we've yeah. knocked down all the Indiana Jones movies so we can try to catch it before it drops out of theaters yeah. and we started Mission Impossible over the weekend so we can try to knock those out oh real quick. nice yeah. oh. We're, we're, all right, get your homework. Screw all the rest. Okay, I gotta hear about this. You're gonna get to the point where I want to hear what you guys say. I like it. <laughs> okay, well then we'll just jump in. Indy four. So we we watched Last Crusade, as good as I remembered as a kid. <laughs> um, I didn't mind Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, but okay. I went in knowing it was aliens, yeah, okay. and I think that yeah. made a big difference because yeah. everything we had seen before that had been almost religious. And this is so far from that. Yeah. It definitely would impact my thoughts on the movie. So it's worth a rewatch, maybe. Yes. Really? Okay. And what about Shia? Did you mind him? I I don't like him. Okay. Um, do, you, do you not like him as at all, just as, a, as an actor, or just the character? Are you talking about his character? Just in general. I think okay. he's, he's not Ezra Miller level douchey, but he's close. <laughs> <laughs> um so I will, I will hey i will i let's save that topic for another episode okay. let's go to battle about that okay. because i will i will fight on the hill for for shia labeau because of the fact of his of his upbringing i really think that See, i don't know much about him rough, he had a really rough go of it i mean and I'm, I'm gonna mention the movie that you just praised recently i thought you saw it very recently peter butter falcon yes he did well in that i like that a lot okay. all right so there's glimpses of what you okay, so we'll, we'll save that for another time. Right. We'll save it for another time. He was so. probably the reason I waited so long in that movie. 
truthfully. On, he, oh, he was the reason why you never got, you, yeah. you just kind of put that on the back burner. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So, um, so then once we watched Indy four, we went to mission impossible one. Nice. It's a great, it's okay. I kind of separate mission impossible into two different eras. I've got the one through three era, Mm -hmm. which is pre Simon Pegg. Yeah. And then I've got four and after, which is post where you got Simon Pegg in it. Yeah. If I were to rank one through three, I think I'd go right in order. One, two, three. I think I I, would. I initially, I did not like two when I saw it. I thought two was a bad movie. I liked, I would have gone one, three, two. I, all I got to say is Philip Seymour. That's all I got. That's all I I, got for you. And that's, I'm curious to go back and rewatch it now to see how I feel as opposed to when I saw it back in the theater. I just need to, I just want him, I just want to see anything he's in. That's all, you know what I mean? We just, we got, that, his talent is unbelievable. Yes. Such an unbelievable talent. It's no, too, I enjoy too. Um, the thing that we suffer from, from uh, number two is the main, what was his name? He was supposed to be Wolverine, but he Drew lost on Yeah. He's all he's he's a garbage actor in everything he's in. I have not liked one single thing that guy is in. Now, mind you, I like Mission Impossible too, in spite of him. <laughs> I don't like him. I think he's the worst part of it. So, Mission um, Impossible two might go up my rankings just for the fact that he chose that over being Wolverine. Thank you. Well, thank you. I mean, we had yes. to say thank you for doing that. Yes. <laughs> right? Because what would the world be now? Right? Crazy. Yeah. We wouldn't know who Hugh Jackman is, and we would have missed out on a lot of good movies. Correct. Absolutely. Some bad ones too, but. Yep. So, um, um, so did did you watch it with the family or was it just you doing a rewatch? It was Aaron, Will and I. Okay. So what did he think of number? Number one's hard to watch for a younger kid, I think. Oh, he, he loved it. He loved it. Good, 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 good. My, my kids love action movies though. So. Such a good movie though. It's so good. So well done. Really for their ages. They like thinking movies too. Yeah, so. and that one, and that one's, and that's why I said that. That's why I was curious about that because that one's not easy. That's no. not an easy action movie by any means. So, but it had a very Ronin feel to it. Just switch Tom Cruise mm-hmm. with Robert De Niro. I get you. Yeah, but the fact that you had, I wonder, did he find the? Um, I don't even know what to call the room. Basically, the pressure room. Yeah. Where when the, the drop of sweat, yes. just the drop of sweat. I was like. Talk about an intense movie moment. So intense. Wow, it was beautiful. And Jean Renault up there holding his rope and almost dropping him. Yep. But then, of course, the sound, just the sound, the meter you watch, the meter. Just classic action movie stuff right there. You know? Yeah. Class. So good. Yes. So good. So, but you're behind me. I thought you'd got, you blew, you blew through a ton of Mission Impossible. No, you're just still. No, we just did the first one. Oh. Well, I probably would have gone and gotten them all from the library, but yeah. our local branch is closed right now because they're getting the roof redone. Oh, uh, okay. So I got well, I got I'm an email today saying Dungeons and Dragons is out late. I'm like, no, I dropped that yeah. off last week. Oh, they're shut down. They're just sitting there in their Dropbox. Gotcha. Okay. Because yeah, no man, I can't wait to get the Cavill. Oh, yeah, I know. I've I've not oh. seen that one. We we never went and saw it because at the time the age the kids were, we weren't going to see anything yeah. but comic book movies and kid movies. Good old Cavill. Gotta love Cavill. So yeah. okay, yeah, no. Because I'm just gonna be, I have no homework. I've watched nothing, but I've been watching my Deadliest Catch show just okay. to zone <laughs> out because we haven't had time to watch anything. All right. So then sticking with Tom Cruise, we rewatched Minority Report too. 
This was actually oh, when we were in San Francisco. It was on TV. Okay. And we were just waiting to do something. We sat down and finished the movie. Nice. Okay. That's a good one. I it think is it's a good great. Movie. It's, 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 did Spielberg do that one? I don't think he did. Who did mine? Who directed Minority Report? I could have swore he did that one. Mm. Yeah, it's Spielberg. Okay. That's a Spielberg movie. Not, not his best, but still, I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked it. There's, it was an interesting concept. Basically stopping crime before it happens kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely interesting for that. And it's based off of Philip K. Dick's story, Mm -hmm. who did like early sci-fi in the 60s. Mm -hmm. And the book is nothing like the movie, but they just took the concepts from it. I mean, I I can go and name a bunch of stuff that he made that turned into movies that you would know. Um, He did... um, The book was... uh, do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? It's a uh, Blade Runner. Oh, okay. Uh, he was responsible for oh, okay, yeah. the Nicolas Cage movie where he could see just a little bit in the future. It had Jessica Biel in it. I can't think of the name of it now. Knowing? Was I, it called I Knowing? I think so. I think it was. I uh, haven't seen it, but I know what, what you're speaking of, yeah. He wrote the book for A Scanner Darkly with Keanu Reeves, kind of an animated mm-hmm. I've heard of it, yeah. And then The Man in the High Castle. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Which I've never seen that show. I heard it's okay. That, that yeah. I'm the same. So okay, the films. So these are the film. Yeah. Okay, films that he, his work is. Yeah. Dude, Andrew's Dream of Electric of Electric Sheep, Blade Runner, Total Recall is yeah. we can remember it if we can remember it for you for wholesale. Wow, look at that. One, Screamers. I don't remember Scream. Minority Report. Paycheck. I like Paycheck actually a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like Paycheck a lot. <laughs> Uh, no, sorry, next. Not next, knowing. Next that's right. is the name of the one you're thinking of. Yeah. The Adjustment Bureau. I watched that. That's okay. Yeah. But that's a that he's got some home runs here. Look at this. So Adjustment Bureau, I think, is interesting because it came out right around the same time as Inception. Yeah. And I think if they would have been spaced out, it would have been I think it would have been more well received. Yeah. Let's see here. Electric Phil K. Dick's Electric Dreams was a 10-part anthology series distributed by Sony Pictures in 2016. I don't remember it at all. No, I don't either. Oh, here you go. Marvel Comics adapted Dick's short story, The Electric Ant, as a limited series, which was released in 2009. Hmm. Comic produced by writer David Mack and artist Pascal Alix, with covers provided by Paul Pope. Electric Ant has been earlier loosely adapted by Frank Miller and Jeff Darrow in the three issue miniseries called hard boiled. Okay. But it doesn't do with the movie, I guess hard boiled, right? No. <laughs> the John Woo a, movie. Uh, was that Sakal or Van Damme? Who did that one? Hard boiled. Was that, I thought it was John Woo. Yeah. Who, who was in it with him? Uh, that, I, I think it was a Chow Young fat movie. Is that, is that what it is? Okay. Hold on. Along the, along the lines of the killer and, uh, yeah. John Woo's hard boiled 1992. Chow Young fat. That is a masterpiece. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. See, a cop loses his partner in a a shootout with the gun smugglers, goes on a mission to catch them. In order to get closer to the leaders of the ring, he joins forces with an undercover cop who's working as a gangster hitman. They use all the means of excessive force to find them. So I'm going to assume that he did it. it, This was a probably one that he did overseas, and he kind of just readapted it for American audiences. Yeah, it was made overseas, and they just dubbed it and brought it over here. Oh, is that what they did? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
it's so good. Like John Woo films have inspired the Wu Tang Clan, yeah. and in one of the episodes of their television show, it was uh, Ghostface Killer and Raekwon. They have like a dream sequence where they're reenacting part of the movie. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, there's an article here from uh, as he was writing this. That's from Sci-Fi. Why no, my Why Minority Report is Steven Spielberg's most underrated um, film. Hmm. Underrated? I don't know. What's your what's what's the what's your Steven Spielberg worst movie? Oh gosh. Um. I don't know off the top guy, of my head. Well, see, the problem is they list movies I think he just either wrote or produced on this list as well. So um, I I don't want to say it's his worst because I actually enjoyed the movie, but it just was very uneven, especially towards the end. But AI. I knew you were going to say that. I knew everyone I, hated that movie's garbage. No, no, <laughs> I, like, I like the movie. And it, I think part of the reason I like the movie, though, is it was a Stanley Kubrick movie for the first two thirds of it. Yeah. Sorry, the the child is still missing. Still missing, yeah. All right, so hold on. Here we go. Let me let me let me look here. Maybe this is for another episode, but I'm just looking here real quick. Just out of the big ones. I'm not gonna include the stuff from the '60s we've never seen, which are a lot of short films. All right, Um, hold on. I'm just looking through. Give me one second. I just want to see if I can argue something else that's even worse than AI. I've got him pulled up, so I'll just run through. The recent stuff. Oh, remake a West Side Story. I never saw it. Does it. If it's a shot for shot original, like of the original, I probably wouldn't be very happy with it. Yeah, I did. Is like, that what he did? I, I don't know. I never saw it. Okay. Um, Ready Player One. It's okay. I enjoy it. I enjoy, well, the book's amazing. Did you ever read the book? Yeah, but I don't know if it holds up very well. I think the idea of all the nostalgia right before. Everybody started hitting nostalgia. Yeah. Really did it. Because I read Ready Player Two and it was mm-hmm. trash. I heard it's really bad. It's yeah, bad. It's not good. That makes me sad. Yeah. Um he did BFG, never saw that. That was uh Ronald Dahl. Yeah. Yep. Um Bridge of Spies, never saw. It's pretty good. Lincoln, never saw. Great, great movie. Warhorse, never saw. I haven't seen it, yeah. Uh Adventures of Tintin. I've heard mixed on that. Okay. Um. Oh, here you go. Indiana Jones and the Crystal. Crystal uh, the King of the Crystal Skulls. I still would say AI is worse than that. Yeah. Munich and never saw War of You're the Worlds. Good. It's good. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I never saw the Terminal. I'm because that's the one with Tom Hanks, right? Yes. Terminal was good. I like that yeah, a lot. Okay. I need to get. That's a blind spot. Catch me if you can was really good. Yep. Minority Report was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked AI for what it was, and. I look at it as a Kubrick movie that he finished. It, it's just once they get to the future and the aliens and all that stuff, yeah. it just got really weird. All right, Saving Private Ryan, masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Amistad, really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, here you go. The Lost World, Jurassic Park. I know. Hey, you're I gonna... worse. <laughs> Down the wrong audience. Down the yeah, wrong I audience know. Time. I know. That might that might be it for me. I didn't care for that movie at all. Yeah. Schindler's List. Masterpiece. Yeah. Even though it's, it's hard, it's hard to get through. Yeah. Jurassic Park, incredible. Mm-hmm. Hook. Good movie. Say what you will. That's a good movie. It is. That is a good movie. Um, always. Richard Dreyfus, John Goodman. Yeah. That's it's a good, good movie. It's good. 
Yep. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, good movie. Did, did you see Empire of the Sun? Yes, I love Empire of the Sun. Is I that love, the one where Christian Bale's a kid? Yes. Him, I, Jen just got him. Was you that talking to me about recently? Or was it Jen? Yeah, talking I, I watched recently? it a couple months ago. Okay. Because it was going off HBO Max. Okay. Um, John Malkovich is in that too. Okay. Uh, Color Purple, never saw so it. Good. So good. Yeah, that, that's a too. blind spot you should fill in. It's really, yeah. really good. I'm skipping some of these smaller ones, like Amazing Stories and Strokes of Genius. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Uh, Temple of Doom, incredible. Yep. Twilight Zone, the movie, never saw it. Me either. E.T., incredible. Yep. Uh, Raiders, incredible. Yep. Ne- never saw 1941. Never, me either. Me either. I need to, but that, I mean, I've heard it's not very good. I've heard the same. Yeah. You're right. Um, Close Encounters is really good. Blind spot. Mm. Should I go back and fill it in? You should. Okay. Jaws. Don't need to say anything. Don't even need to say a word. And then <laughs> there, was a, there was a Reddit post that goes like, hey, what's your comfort movie and how many times have you seen it? I couldn't even I couldn't even list. I'm pro- I have to be triple digits. I have to be at this point. <laughs> Very easily. Have you said do you think you've hit a triple digits on any movie? I don't think so because I have when I do comfort movies I kind of jump around and it depends on what okay. my mood is. Yeah. But like maybe if you total Kevin Smith movies? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you put all like it count them as one. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. for, for sure. Easy. Because I'd be like, oh, I need to I I want to watch something I've seen before that I like. Mm-hmm. I watched Clerks last time. I'll go to Mallrats now. Yeah. So, but Link, you said Lincoln was a blind spot for you. Yeah, I never saw Lincoln. It was just at that time where the kids. Yeah, no, I'll fill it in, man. That's yeah, a good one. I, I really need to. Yeah, and I can tell you that I, Brody watched uh, War Horse at school last year. He, yeah, okay. thumbs up on that one. He liked it. Um, all right, so we'll stick with Spielberg. Uh, the Fablemans. I love the Fablemans. How good was the Fablemans? Oh, oh it's so good. It's- it's it's amazing to me. I'm so happy that we still get movies like this because I it's very easy in today's day and age that they just wouldn't make that anymore. Yeah, it's not a movie maker. It's, well, it probably didn't cost very much to make. No, and I don't think it made any money. But thank God it still got made. So if you, I mean, even if you get someone like Judd Apatow who wants to do his life story, mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna pick it up because. And first off, comedies aren't doing anything in the box office anymore. No, no, yeah, but just. I don't think people are necessarily into that. But when you put Steven Spielberg's name on it, mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, it's going to be a good movie. Let's go see it. He, his his name is a name like Nolan and Tarantino where you go, oh, yeah. I got to at least give it a shot. Yep. You know? Um, I, yeah, highly recommend that. that. I might go back to my list of last year and see where everything ranks. You, I'm telling you, Fablemans needs to be way up there. Fablemans, it it, it's so good. Fablemans, the whale. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then you told me you, you gave me a review of the whale online. Yeah. I, I, I requested. I can't get the damn movie. This just won't send it to me. It took me over a month to get it. So yeah. Um, and then Clerks three. Yeah, I, I, it's such a shame that's a splice. I'd love to go see when he goes on tour with his movies. I'd love to go see him one time. Yeah, go watch the movie and do the Q and A after it. I just can't. He usually comes to St. Louis on a work night. Yeah, <laughs> that's usually what happens. We did so the like, Jay and Silent Bob groovy movie or yeah. whatever the animated one was. 
Yeah. Um, and that was awesome. Yeah. I wish I could have done it for Clerks 3. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. Like, it, the nostalgia of Clerks mixed with the emotion of the movie. Yeah, I heard it's very, very emotional. Very. Um, it, onions were this one cutting onions or not even that not no yeah. not really yeah. really okay. cool. the the end of the movie yeah i the fact that you said hey it's only it was like what did you say five bucks at walmart or something like that yeah they, the dvd was five bucks in a bin for five bucks at walmart and i'm like oh i want to see this so bad man's like it's only five bucks just get it i know right hold on but here i wonder <laughs> give me a second i'm just curious if you just get it online i wonder if that's just the price of the film now it well, no, probably not. I mean, it's it was DVD, not even Blu-ray. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking up DVD. It is. Yeah, yeah you could just buy it. It's five bucks right. <laughs> online. <laughs> I but I figured it's something I'd rewatch. It's something mm-hmm. I would hand around to people that want to watch it. Well, see, so. I'm wondering here because there's another version that's twenty five bucks. Hmm. It says Clerks Three New DVD AC Three Dolby Digital Subtitled Widescreen. I guess because it's a widescreen. Maybe I don't know. You gotta pay a twenty dollars premium for widescreen. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know if you heard this, but uh, someone asked James Gunn. Um, there's multiple versions of Guardians Three online. The there's an IMAX version, and then there's the widescreen version. And he recommended watching it in the widescreen version, not the IMAX. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Widescreen was a, th- a hot thing there for a minute there. I used the to day. get everything in widescreen. Yep. 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 <laughs> So, um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, if you had to like, where do you rank clerks three? Does do you just go one, two, three, one, three, two? What do you do? I'd probably go one, three, two. That's what I figure. I figure. Two. But I love two. Two is, two is two good. Is so great. Yeah. This, this was a lot different than the other two. Yeah. You could tell this was the post heart attack movie. Yeah. It, it was like the. I enjoy. I I'm so thankful. I'm still able to do this. I get that. Yeah, I can. I can see that. And then, what do you think about Zach and Mary? Where's that rank on your? Does that give you? Do, do you? Do you hate it? Do you like it? Are you indifferent about it? I like it. I mean, yeah. the Jane Silent Bob stuff. It just ranked higher. I, probably just because it all ties together and it's just this whole universe. Yeah, and Zach and Mary just kind of on the outside. Yeah. You know? And it's fun, and it's got quotable lines and sure. great cast. Yeah, but I just a notch below the rest of them. It just it just feels a little out of place. I guess is the best way to say it. I don't even know if I'd go with that because mm-hmm. I would say that would be the last regular movie he made. Because yeah. then after that, it's it went weird, and then it's back to Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. But I think we're gonna. I thought I heard a rumor about Tusk. Did he say something about Tusk two at yep, some point? He's talking about it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I, okay. I don't even mind Tusk. It's I so don't. Weird. I, same. I don't mind it. I. It's I a hate weird AI movie. more than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind Tusk. I yeah. really don't. I think there's things to enjoy about it. I really do. So. All right. All right. Next one on my list. I mentioned it last week as a blind spot. Dunkirk. Oh, I, I'm not a fan. I don't it's, like it. It's okay. Yeah. I, it just, it felt confusing at times because there's not much dialogue in it. And like, if you're not paying attention, it's hard to follow. 
Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can agree with you. And, I think. I think the fact that you don't get the theater experience, which is what I think he wanted you to have with that film, experience in IMAX. Yeah, he wants that with all of his movies. But if you're even if you're sitting there watching the way they jump from scene to scene so quickly, sometimes it just Mm -hmm. it was disorienting and it was hard to follow because Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell where all the boats were picking up people as the planes were flying by because Mm -hmm. it's jumping from one. And then two seconds later, jump into the next scene and jump into the next scene two seconds later. And it's like trying to figure out what is going on in this actual scene. Is this all happening in the same place or is it multiple places that he's just kind of cutting back and forth to? Yeah. It was a, it was a good movie. Um, just not his strongest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying it's a waste of time. Just not my favorite. Is. Yeah. Um, on Netflix, there's a movie called The Jesus Revolution. It's a true story about the 60s. I've heard it's really good. It's really, it's really good. good. John, okay. John Lithgow. Oh, John Lithgow. He, eh? He's okay. a preacher in the San Francisco area when it's st- uh, kind of changing from conservative to hippie. Okay. And he's at a small church, and he welcomes a hippie in, and it causes turmoil because these old school Christians can't adapt to this long hair hippie style. Huh. Okay. But so it, go, it, it goes, being, it goes, a Christians lot. Being normal Christians. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's supposed to be all loving and yet we can't be accepting of other people. Yeah. Totally. Pretty much. <laughs> but that's only a fraction of the story. I get you. But yeah. it's all based on true events. And at the end they show you all the people too. So it's really cool. Oh, cool. All right. So I, I always like that. Uh, I'd give it like a three out of five. Okay. Not a waste of time then. No. Okay. And then probably one of my favorite things I watched. Untold Johnny Football. Johnny Football. I saw something about that that, that had come out. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. He sits there and he tells his story. Really? Okay. And so So I I, I know his family's really well off and I'm sure he, he no, made money when he was at A and No. Not anymore. They they never were. Oh, that was a story him and a friend fabricated because he was getting paid uh, under the table for autographs. Oh, okay. So this is I gotta watch this thing. Apparently. Oh yeah. Okay. So, okay. They have his agent on there and they're talking about the com the combine, and he's like, "I'm gonna test you once a week to make sure you're not on drugs because we we have to make sure you go early on." Mm-hmm. And right before the combine, he's like. Yeah, that last sample isn't going to pass. We're going to have to do something. He goes, what are you talking about? He's like, well, I, I got high over the weekend or something. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to him, like him now. And he's like, I never took a drug test in college. The four-string quarterback took every single one of them for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I believe it. I believe every word this guy says. I do. I, I what does he have to lose? Right? Yeah. I think, but he was. He's. An, I think I read or not read, but I heard somewhere he he's an addict and he's he's going through recovery right now or something like that. He he's clean now. He's clean now. Yeah. Okay. But because he, I mean, it drove him away from his family because he was living this lifestyle and they were trying to get him clean. He went to rehab a few times and it just mm-hmm. didn't take. Didn't take. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, yeah, I can't wait to watch that. Oh. Gotta watch it, and it's only yeah. like an hour and fifteen minutes. So, but hey, it's he was a phenomenon there for a hot minute. Yeah, so he had a friend in high school that was like his business agent in college. 
Mm-hmm. And he's the one that said, look, we're going to say your family was rich. They, they had hmm. old, old oil money. Huh. Because they were from Texas. <laughs> and no one looked oh. into it. Someone goes between this and, and the Manti Teo story. There's so much lying, so uh, much lying in college football. <laughs> a meme came out. I saw it today, and it said, "Where was the media in 2012?" And it showed Manti Teo and Johnny Football. And, and both. So much lying. They've been lying to us all along. <laughs> yeah. Number one and two in Heisman ranking. That, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it was interesting. So good. Very interesting. Okay, yeah. that's your favorite thing you watched recently. Probably. Way better than AI. <laughs> I just, because it's one of those things where like you're sitting there and you're like, oh, it can't get any worse. Oh, yeah. he just, it just got worse. Oh, it just got worse. Yeah. 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 Now, do you feel bad for him or, because mind you, I, mind you, I thought he was a douche. I thought he was a big power douche back then in the day. Does this make you have a different feeling towards him or did, what were your feelings going into it? I, I didn't care for him. Um, yeah. I have a good friend that's a Browns fan mm-hmm. and just hated him. Of course. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so that was my perception. But like, he's like, look, this is who I am. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to hide it. I wanted to have fun. I was living my life. Mm-hmm. He's like, you put the stuff in front of anyone. They're going to try to have as much fun with it as they can. Yeah. And he, hey, for, he had a stretch on there that who wouldn't give that, who, who wouldn't love that lifestyle there for a little bit. Totally he, understand. He was talking, I think it was the second year with the Browns. On a Saturday, he had nothing to do, so he flew down to Vegas. He's like, I'll be back by game time tomorrow. And they canceled the last flight out. And he's like, oh, no. He's like, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it tonight. He took pictures with everyone. He just got wasted. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Yeah. Good Lord. All right. The segue off of that, uh, Dark Side yeah. of the Ring. Oh no! Which one is this one? Well, let's see. Doink the clown was really good. Okay, good. Junkyard dog was tragic because he seemed like the nicest guy and just yeah. couldn't make it. But the craziest one has been Abdullah the butcher. Abdullah, I don't remember him. I vaguely remember him. Okay, but he was like the biggest culprit of bleeding. He oh. had. Like he was just known as a beast. He he wasn't yeah. a huge guy, but he was just crazy, and yeah. he would come out with a glove with razor blades on it. Oh no, <laughs> no! And so like he bladed all the time, but apparently he never changed the razor blades out either. Oh no! <laughs> so, so much disease. <laughs> so in <laughs> I guess it was late nineties, early two thousands. He took on this protege. And this guy was starting to make it big, and he was about to get a contract with WWE. Mm-hmm. And they said, "We can't sign you; you have hepatitis." He and he's like, "He's oh, like, no. how could this have happened?" And he blamed Abdullah and sued him. Okay, because there is footage from a match where he cuts himself with the razor blade, and then cuts this mm-hmm. other guy with it too. Um, he's like, "I okay. had to have gotten it from him." Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know how you prove it, but okay. So this other guy gets famous probably two years ago because he takes a metal spike and starts stabbing the referee in the head with it. Okay. He was supposed to make the referee bleed. He stabbed him like 10, 12 times and had to be separated. Oh, my God. It's like 
this was a big thing in the wrestling world at the time. Yeah. So he almost murdered somebody. <laughs> almost. Um, yeah. But the episode ends and like Abdullah Butcher has no money, nothing from his time of wrestling because he never went to school. Uh, he okay. And him and everyone around him, like he doesn't know how to read. He doesn't know how to write. So he was signing these contracts and didn't know what was on them. Oh, when he, no. when he had the lawsuit from the other wrestler, he didn't know what was going on. So he had, I mean, he's lost everything. No. But then you like get these other wrestlers he toured with, like Mick Foley. It's no. like, I didn't know he couldn't read. He could order off a menu at a fast food restaurant. You know. So it's like, what side do you believe? But it was just a tragic, tragic story. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. That's awful. Being, it is. I mean, in this day and age, not being able to read and write, you know? Yeah. I, I guess it still happens, I guess. I, yeah. That's pretty tragic. That's for sure. Yeah. So. Um, and then we'll jump over to books. I finished uh, Nice House by the Lake, Volume 2. Okay. Still good? It, it's a crazy book. And at the end of it it says end of like end of real one or something. The huh. whole story is about to change because of how it ended. Huh. Okay. That's it. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And is this is this done or is this still ongoing? It's still ongoing. Um there's only two yeah. trades out of it out, so I'm I'm tempted to buy it. Yeah. Well, if you're in now, might yeah. as well keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you're way in now. Yeah. Um I got Batman and Robin Volume One, the Morrison run. Because yep. I, I hadn't read it. Super good. Super good. I gotta yep. find the rest now. Yep. I put in a hold at my library, but they're shut down. I probably won't, won't get it for another week. Because <laughs> yeah, I think was it is it no who who's who what's this one I'm reading here? I think I had that one. I'm looking at my shelf here real quick. Actually, you probably—I don't know when this where this falls into the reading order. Batman and Son. Did you pick up Batman and Son at any point? No, I haven't. Okay, you need to pick up that one. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, the Morrison Batman stuff is great, and then coming from the guy that does not like Grant Morrison at yeah. all, um, still, yeah, no, yeah, do it. <laughs> um, next one was Saga: The Swamp Thing, Volume One. It's the old Alan Moore run, which is supposed I have to be it. incredible. I I have it on a digital just to have it because I I feel like I need to get around to reading it someday because Alan because Alan Moore Swamp Thing is classic yeah just never actually broke it open and read it yet it was interesting um, okay. I think it's like a normal book where the first arc is maybe the, the slowest so I'm looking forward to picking up the rest of it yeah I don't know I I'll get around to it someday maybe I don't know yeah. <laughs> So I hope I get around to it. You know what book I have that I'm curious if you've read or not. Mm -hmm. I never I I picked it up on a whim because it's like a book. It yeah, was, it was one of those comicsology sales. Yeah. Did you ever read Sex Criminals by uh, Fraction? I have the first trade. Did you read it though? I did. It's so interesting, and it's something I would like to go back and finish. Okay, so it's worth my time. I need to go back at some point and read that. Thing. Yeah, because I was like, I need to read some. I, well, no, I don't. I'm uh I'm still reading Flash. I'm, I'm still on the second trade of Flash, and I, I want to really get deep on my Flash. But I swear to God, this summer I've not had time to sit down and read anything. I feel like I have. I don't know what's going on with my time. I just don't feel like I have any time to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I have not. I, I just not. So I need to get around to it, and I just need to honker down and start reading again. I just yeah. I don't know. 
Well, but that's that's on my list of stuff I have. And I, when I heard you say the saga, I thought you said that you. I was getting excited because I was like, "Hey, how, saga." I love saga. Where did you, where did you drop off, or do you st- are you still picking it up? No, um, I was picking it up for a while and then stopped because of money, and then I went back and got all the trades. Okay. And so when it, I stopped when he stopped, I think. Yes. If I remember, because he took a big break or something like that. Yes. And I picked up the first issue when he came back. And yeah. I'm like, well, I have all the trades. I'm not going to sit here and pick up the floppies then. Yeah. So okay. I'm going to go back and get the trades I'm missing of the recent okay. stuff. And I think he's getting pretty high in his in the number of uh, trades on that one, too. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he said he had a finite story for it. So. Mm-hmm. So. Another book I will never get around. To. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I talked about this a few weeks ago. I read volume one of Air. Well, I finished the story. It was the G. Willow Wilson, uh, weird flight attendant story. I vaguely remember you talking okay. about this. So it was a vertical book, and it's about a new form of energy for travel. Okay. That different agencies are fighting over so like i think cia was one of them and one was this plane company that this girl worked for in it it's a whole trippy concept with try and travel and uh people who can just kind of imagine where they want to go and end up there Mm -hmm. weird story but it was i enjoyed it probably if i rated it it'd be like a four out of five for the full series who's the writer on that again i'm sorry g willow wilson I believe she created uh, Kamala Khan. Okay. Yeah, G. Willow Wilson. And let's see. Ongoing comic series posed by American company DC. That's a D- oh, it's a Vertigo. Probably, yeah. Like you said. Okay. But, oh, this launched in 2008. Yeah. Okay, so this is an old one. It's Neisner Best New Series. It won Best New Series back then. Okay. It would make hmm. sense. I mean, I think when I talked about Volume 1, I said it's the... Uh, with the flight attendant with Kaylee Cuoco on HBO. Yeah, okay. Written is by Grant Morrison. No, no. Oh, okay. All right. No, All it, right. it would be that series if it was written by like Grant Morrison or somebody like that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm pulling up. The, the cover art's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. I, Interesting. I, I mean, I found the first trade for 99 cents and I found the other ones for probably not even five bucks a piece. So. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. And how, how long of a series was it? Four volumes, so oh, 24 issues. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. And so now I'm working on Die by Kieran Gillian. I don't even think I could get into it because I'm not a Dungeons & Dragons guy. I I like fantasy stuff. And see, so you liked Fables by uh, Willingham or whatever it was? Yes, his name? Willingham. Okay. I couldn't even... I tried it one time, Jay. No. Just oh, for me. I thought it was great. It. I, I, I I like a lot of fantasy stuff. And so yeah. this is kind of real world mixed with it. These kids get pulled into a fantasy world um, that their friend sets up for them. Really crazy. Um, I'm more reading it to see how this world got set up and where it ends. Mm-hmm. I picked up volume one when it came out and it was really good. And I picked up two and read it like a year later and didn't remember much of one. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up three and never read it. And the, a couple months ago, I was looking, I'm like, never finished a series. 
there's only one more trade. I went ahead and bought the trade. Now I'm finally sitting down and just going to read through okay. it real quick. Yeah. While I, I wait still, for Batman and Robin. You know what I, need, I still need to finish is Killer Be Killed. I still haven't finished that one yet. Yeah. Did you finish it? No. I, okay. I have the first trade of it. I've read all of it. I just I, I need to read everything past the first trade. Okay. Yeah. Still need to get back there. Yeah. And then I went to the our St. Charles Library, had a book fair last weekend, and they had graphic novels, and I bought um, uh, Williamson that's doing the new trans, uh, new G.I. Joe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He had an image series called Birthright. I read it. It's good. Okay. I picked up the first three yeah. volumes of it for two bucks a piece. Oh, God. That's a nice price. I'm wondering, I, I don't know if I bought that or if I just got it from the library. Give me a second. No, I don't. Oh, wait. Oh, never mind. That's Blood Man, not Birthright. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but I read it. Yeah, it's, I like it. it's interesting. It's about the kid. He uh, God, what's he? he gets lost in the woods or something like that. I'm trying to remember the details of it. It's been a yeah. while. It's been a while. Yeah, that I saw it. I I see it at the library all the time and never picked it up. And so f- yeah, it was like two bucks a piece. I'll grab them. I grabbed uh couple volumes of east east of west by hickman it's kind of his western yeah i've heard of it yeah i've read the first volume of it i liked it i'm gonna have to pick pick up the ones i'm missing now um all right so that's pretty much it for comics um i did watch the superpowered the dc story on hbo max yeah how was that um it was really good um when they were talking about icon in the black creators they brought up a book called the secret history of the DC universe. And it's okay. more about the black characters. Okay. Um, the other history of the DC universe. Okay. My library app has it. So that's going to be the next thing I read on that. Interesting. So by okay. John Ridley, who is a screenwriter. Okay. He wrote, I, I need to watch the thing first and I need to right. see. He wrote 12 years a slave. Ah, okay. So, which that's a great movie. Oh, have you yeah. seen that? Oh, it's incredible. Really good movie. Hard yeah. to get through, but incredible. Yeah. So, hey, here you go. Days before his surprise birthday party, young Mikey Rhodes goes missing. No one's sure what happened. His father is accused of murder. His mother breaks down at the realization of her deepest fears. And his older brother watches as his family falls to pieces. All seems to be lost for Rhodes until Mikey's miraculous return one year later. So, yeah. I th- I knew it was about a kid going missing yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was good. What I remember of it, I think I need to, I'd love to go back and actually reread the whole series. Um, 50 issues is what it shows here on, on Wiki. Okay. From It was written from 14 to 21. So it wouldn't be too, it wouldn't be too overwhelming. No. You know, to get through the whole thing. Yeah. So that, that'll be in the near future. And that's a, it's a Skybound series too. Okay. So on uh, Kirkman's uh, banner there. Yeah. Um, and then I have two books down that I finished. Um, well, I, I've read a bunch of stuff, but I'm still, I'm reading three books right now. Um, mm-hmm. but they just both are baseball scouting books. One is called, uh, baseball's endangered species. It's okay. about scouts and it's more of the history of scouting. A lot of mm-hmm. like branch Ricky and creating farm systems and, okay. uh, just kind of the lineage of different scouting, uh, chains through different organizations over time, which was a really interesting read considering how dry it sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I followed it up with Smart, Wrong, and Lucky. 
which is a modern scouting book by Jonathan Mayo, who does all the prospect rankings for MLB.com. Okay. And this is about players, modern players, and how they were scouted. So it's talking about, like, Albert Pujols was the last chapter. How yeah. a lot of scouts passed on him. Um, um, Jacob deGrom mm-hmm. never threw a pitch until he was a sophomore in college. Wow. Yeah. Really? He was Interesting. A, he was like a 6'6 six, six shortstop. Shortstop. And, <laughs> and he didn't want to give up shortstop, and they put him in a mop-up duty one time, and they're like, yeah. you can pitch. You should think about this. And he's like, no, I'm a shortstop. <laughs> Yeah, and then like the opposite was Charlie Blackman, the mm-hmm. outfielder from mm-hmm. the Ra- the Rockies. He's like, I'm an I'm a pitcher. Mm-hmm. You don't even throw 88. <laughs> so he, hey, he was a great. He had Greg's mad extremes. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> they put him in one day because they needed someone to hit, and he hit really well. And so he started yeah, DHing very- and worked his way into the outfield. Interesting. So so it's just it was interesting because. I mean, one of these chapters was Mookie Betts. Okay. And how he was just an incredible athlete overall and could have played basketball and bowling and mm-hmm. um, how they tried to... Oh, no, the best was Joey Votto. Joey okay. Votto is... He's a character. He played at a small school in Toronto. Okay. And no one knew of him. And he just happened to go to a showcase where a Red Scout saw him. Okay. And said, they're like... We're not telling anybody. <laughs> the scout yeah. and the uh, the scouting director did not yeah. tell anybody about him, so because they didn't mm-hmm. want to draw attention, so other teams would go watch him. Sure. And one of the GM's inner circle guys was good friends with someone from the Brewers, who would sit there and talk. They would talk about who they were looking at, so mm-hmm. they didn't even tell the GM about him because they didn't want it leaked to the Brewers. Wow. And wow. so. The Yankees were flying him to Columbus, Ohio to to try him out. Um, and the Reds are like, look, we're going to pick him up at the airport and you can pick him up at our stadium. <laughs> okay. And so he went out. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. was there because he was on a rehab assignment and at the stadium mm-hmm. and Johnny okay. Bench. And so he went up to Johnny Bench and talked baseball. And then when he's up taking batting practice, he sees Griffey. He's like, Hey Ken, look at me, and he starts imitating his swing. Oh no! And the scouting director's okay. like, "Oh my God, stop doing that and just hit." <laughs> and he did well enough that the GM is like, "Who is this kid? And why are we just seeing him now?" This was like yep. two weeks before the draft. Yep. And so they were able to sneak him through, and the scouting director and the scout were fired. Oh no! Seriously? Seriously, the scout was fired on the. Not on the spot, but within weeks of the draft. And the scouting director was not, uh, his contract was not renewed after the season. That's garbage, man. That's garbage. They did the right thing. Yeah. The GM, the GM now is like, do I regret doing it? Yeah. But at the time, mm-hmm. they, they didn't trust me. So I needed someone there I could trust. Uh, that, well, that makes sense from his standpoint, yeah. too. I get that. So. So, oh, that's, a good, that's a good book right there. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. a really cool book. And it the was other one does sound a little dry, though. Not going to lie. The other one sounds a little dry. Yeah. But, I mean, they they were good to read back-to-back because you get the historical stuff and then you get the recent stuff. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I'm right now I'm reading, um, it's called Old Man War. 
Okay. It's a sci-fi series about um, in the future, Earth. Our humans have started moving off Earth, but it's all through a corporation. The corporation picks who goes. They have their own security force too, and they've set it up so when you get to the age of sixty-five, you can enlist, and when you turn seventy-five, you're sent out to go fight. Whoa. No one knows any of the details. So once they get there, they get new young bodies that are genetically enhanced. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's this is a cool story. Okay, where'd you hear, where'd you hear about this one? I had seen something about it, and then I was talking to a guy at work who's big into sci-fi, mm-hmm. and we were just comparing like what we've read, and he recommended it, and so okay. I, f- I found used copies of the books pretty cheap, and I've got mm-hmm. the first three of them to read now, and. Oh God! How many? How how big of a series is it? It's only three or four. Okay, so it's not too <laughs> bad yet. It's got to be a series these days. Oh, I know. God, you make <laughs> money with it. one of them, they're gonna keep milking it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, so. it it's pretty good. That's um, an interesting concept. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then I got the whatever the big Marvel book that came out, kind of the history of the Marvel universe. I'm pulling it up. I can't think of the name of it right now. Um. All the Marvels, a journey to the ends of the biggest story ever told. Well, yeah, I was, I was trying to pull something up, but I don't see any. That's definitely not what Google found. So what's it called again? I'm sorry. All of the Marvels. All of the Marvels. It came out in 2021. Okay, so it's, it's new-ish. Yeah. Okay. All right. By Douglas Wool. Yep. Douglas Wolk. And then I'm reading Fairy Tale by Stephen King. I've not heard of Fairy Tale. It, it's, I think it's his newest book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of horror, kind of fantasy, and it kind of rewrites a lot of the fairy tales we know. Okay. But like the first third of the book has nothing to do with any of that. And it really sucked me in, and once it gets to the fairy tale part, it's kind of slowed down for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So hold on. I'm trying to – I want to read a synopsis of this. I'm reading the first ever reckoning with Marvel's interconnected half million page story, a revelatory guide to the epic of epics in the past 60 years of American culture from a beloved authority on the subject who read all 27,000 plus Marvel superhero comics and lived to tell the tale. So this is just a fan retelling what's happened in the Marvel universe. It sounds like it. I'd seen something. It's most, Mostly gotten. It's about four out of five stars on reviews on Goodreads. Four and a half, four and a half, four point five on uh, Amazon here. I just thought it sounded interesting, so I grabbed it. This is great if you happen to be the target audience. This guy read all the Marvel comic books, which are somehow tied together to form the Marvel universe. It excludes ones like Millie the Model, although it references her. I never heard of Millie the Model. He started at 1961 and continued through about 2015. Uh, this is useful for someone who stopped reading comics years ago, but I'm curious about anything with good, which I may have missed. It fills in the information based on reading the most people have not done. Plus, he draws together some very interesting threads. At one point, Marvel was publishing comics for girls. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had like romance co- comics in the 60s. Okay. Yeah, it was Linda Carter, student nurse. Uh, he spent a whole chapter on that book. <laughs> That's what it okay. said here. It's a gushy, girly comic where the novice nurse finds romance and job satisfaction. The kicker is that this character, Linda Carter, was brought back 30 years later as the night nurse. Yes. Look at that! <laughs> oh, didn't even have a clue. Look at that. Yeah. 
clandestine clinic to patch up superheroes injured in battle. Did you get to that point in the book already? Oh, no. I, I just started it last night. I'm like 10 oh, pages okay. in. I'm sorry. I just spoiled something. I apologize. <laughs> this is from a review, though. <laughs> I'm not reading it now. Oh, boy. Just throw in the, just burn it. <laughs> just burn it now. Yeah. So, yeah. Sheer pleasure for comic fans. Okay. Man, that sounds interesting. Yeah. All the Marvels. Okay. Something I'm going to keep my eye out for. Cool, cool. I'll, I'll review it for you. I think I have this one. Did you ever read Slugfest? No. Was, or was that the one I read, or was it Marvel Comics: The Untold Story? I'm trying to remember which one I read. I could have swore I told you to read it. I haven't read either one of those, but I probably look for them after reading this one. I think it was Marvel Comics: The Untold Story. You should read that one. Okay. I think that's what it was. Maybe I told. I thought you told me to read Slugfest. Did you have Slugfest? No. Then how did I hear about that one? Eh, I'll get around to those someday, maybe. It's like, yeah. what's funny is that someone says someone bought all three of those together. I was like, yeah, they well, they're all the same topic, so yeah. Yeah, of course they would. Okay, cool, man. All right, well, I'm down. Very interesting. <laughs> what's funny though is on uh, here's here's the comic books that are listed. If you look up these books, Mech Cadets Kick Ass: The Exorcist Legacy is a comic book apparently, hmm. and then the one I thought you might find the most interesting is the Illustrated Al: The Songs of Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Oh. As a hardcover comic book. <laughs> I'll be looking for that. <laughs> and the Rocketeer, the Great Race. I was like, yeah, you know what? I always forget that you got the good old Rocketeer. The comic yeah. Book. Such good. And then here's Sharky, the Bounty Hunter. Thought you might like that one. How about oh, that? It's a solid book. <laughs> and did you ever get King of Spies by chance? No, I never did. Okay. Well, I need to get around to that one, too. Yeah. So, all right, do you, is, that, is that what you got then? Are you all all all, all I'm, homeworked out? I'm all ho- homeworked out. Yeah. Man, you got you crushed this last week, man. You were crushing it. it. Holy uh, smokes! Nah, this was kind of building up over time. Oh, this is all you just had a bunch. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I got nothing. I like I said, nothing. I, I've been unless you're interested in hearing about crab fishing in the Bering Sea. No, nah, <laughs> not really. <laughs> and, you, and if you ask me, why do I keep wasting my time on that? It's just fascinating to me. It's made up drama. I just, I don't know. I just watch it. It's here. It's, I got, I got something for you to to look for on YouTube. Okay. Look up MJF Adam Cole. Oh, I so dude. I know. I I, I let you down. I apologize. I, I hey. I, I jumped off of uh, AEW a long while back, and I just never got back. I, it, I I need to. Is there a good way for me to get caught back up from? Because I know I, I don't think it's a spoiler at all. Where MJF eventually got the belt, right? Yes. Okay, and he, and he, he won it from um, Moxley. Moxley. Okay, yeah. I think I need to pick it up from there. Is there a good way for me to watch something from there to where we are now? Or how how much time has passed mm-hmm. since then? It's been a little Do while, we- but he hasn't wrestled much. Okay. But he started a program with Adam Cole. Okay. And it started with them wrestling a thirty-minute match. Okay. And they got to the point where Adam Cole had MJF pinned. The referee got to a two count, and the time expired. And so Adam Cole, like you can find a there's a video on YouTube. I showed it to Will, where it it's, refreshes, like it rehashes everything that's happened since that match. Okay. Adam Cole wanted five more minutes. MJF said no. Ran out of the ring. They got. <laughs> The AEW dance-off, MJF and Cole versus Sammy Guevara. <laughs> There's a dance-off, apparently. It's been so entertaining because the following week, Adam Cole is <laughs> wanting a rematch. 
Uh-huh. Right when they were doing a blind tag team draft, and Adam Cole and MJF got drafted together. Okay. And since then, it's them slowly becoming best friends. Okay. And so, like, they do ridiculous stuff. Like, they go to the gym, and MJF is, like, lifting this heavy weight. Mm-hmm. And he, like, sees a fat guy, and they start making fun of him. And Adam Cole's like, that's not cool. You can't do that. And they're both mm-hmm. like, but you know who he reminds me of? Tony Schiavone. And they both start <laughs> laughing. And then Adam Cole, like, does the same lifting. You can obviously tell someone's on the sides lifting the weight for him. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, doing it and making it look easy while MJF was struggling. <laughs> okay. It's so... Un- yeah, there's, dude, there's a ton of videos here. I don't even know which yes. one. To, where, 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 where do you start? There, there, there was, like, a 20-minute video that had all the best clips of them together. Last night on Dynamite, uh, Adam Cole's like, hey, Max, I got something fun for us to do. Let's go. He's like, all right. And they go to a trampoline park. <laughs> and Adam nice. Cole is like doing flips and stuff. And MJS like, this is so lame. He's like, well, go over there and play dodgeball. MJS like, dodgeball? And it's all little kids. And he's like, hit him in the face. And he's like, who's your dad now? He's like, I screwed your mom last night. <laughs> and so like, they're sitting, he's sitting there beating these kids up. And MJ, or Adam Cole comes over and he's like, you can't do that. And this little girl comes up and like, what are two old guys like you doing in this place? And like, what are you talking about? And she goes, you guys are nerds. <laughs> and she flicks them <laughs> off. And, it, and Adam Cole's like, all right, one more. And you see him take the ball and just chuck it at her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's so much fun. I'm trying to find a 20-minute video, and I'm not finding one. Now, trust me, there's tons of video out there. There's oh, yeah. lots and lots. Yeah. So every week they get a little bit closer friends. They're, the tag team name is Better Than You, Bebe. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, there's lots of that on here. <laughs> and the, the uh, CM Punk comes back. At, he came back at Re- uh, Revolution, I guess. Um, the, the first episode of uh, Collision. The, collision, the sorry, AW, uh, collision, Saturday Collision. CM Punk returns. There's plenty to say. That happened on June 16th or June 17th. It was great. He he took a, a couple subtle jabs at the elite. Okay. Um, they've been they're in separate buildings. So when Collision is recorded, it's uh, Saturday. And it's live on Saturdays, and it's pretty much just the same wrestlers for the most part. Okay. There's one pay-per-view they were both on, and they put them on opposite sides of the stadium. So safe to say that our theory is correct. This was all just a giant work. No, like they're not acknowledging each other. Um, when he it's came a giant at, work, dude. It has to be. I think. I think eventually they're going to get to a point where they'll work together. Yeah. I think he's open to it. I think Kenny Omega is open to it. I don't know if the Bucks are. But okay, it's I guess, and then I guess the whole point of seeing Punk come back, he had too much money invested in him to not let him come back. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, he's got his own guys in the locker room, like FTR and Ricky yeah. Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. They're all big fans of his, so they've been pulled to the Saturday Night Show. Oh, oh, so they they they're doing the whole Raw or, or Raw SmackDown thing uh, now. This is what they have. It's it's a un- it's Dynamite because it used to be Dynamite and uh, Rampage. Is Rampage still a thing? Yes, they're, they're, they do oh. three shows now, and it's so for the most part. Holy it crap. is Wednesday night. They will record 
the live dynamite and then record rampage for Friday night. And then Saturday night they will do the live collision and then they'll record ring of honor. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. That's a lot to keep up with. And you're still, how are you able to keep up with all that? Read as many books as you're reading. When, how, (laughs) how are you doing this? I have it all in the background when I'm working, like the wrestling stuff. Cause I can, I can, I can tell when something good is going to happen. I can follow the storylines just by listening. So, Oh boy, I'd have to. I'd have to I'm, I, I am curious. I, I kind of want to watch the CM Punk thing just to see what he has to say about it. It was pretty good, though. You're saying he's like David Zasloff calls me the billion dollar man because I'm not one of those fake bucks. <laughs> oh no! And, oh boy! And then he took another shot later on, and the young bucks went to Twitter right away. Mm-hmm. They don't post. They update their their profile. Yeah, and. Probably within minutes of him saying that, they put five years ago that would have been a shirt. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, all right, so now I got to try to catch up with uh, MJF and Adam Cole being best friends now, huh? Yeah, I'll see if I can find that video and send it to you. Yeah, see if you can. That'd be interesting. I'd like to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, no, man, just I, I fell off. And it looks like uh, the most recent, well, not most, but one of the more recent ones was MJF and Adam Cole eat spicy food together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty funny not gonna lie <laughs> MJF is almost the face at this point oh is he okay yeah right. but they've got the big pay-per-view in London coming up and they're facing each other Max oh, okay. Max decided to give him a uh, another shot at the title because they're best friends oh, okay. and then Adam Cole sprung it on him hey we're gonna we're gonna break some records here we're also gonna wrestle on the the pre-show for the tag team titles for Ring of Honor. So they're wrestling twice that night. So they're going to wrestle together as as a tag tag team team and then wrestle against each other. Yeah, as the main event. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I'm sure sure that'll play in somehow or one of them will say they retired afterwards. Someone's Mm going to turn on the other one before it gets to that, I believe, or in that (laughs) match, in the tag team match. So. All right, yeah, so, so it's just, yeah. It's it's a lot to keep up with. <laughs> AEW is back on the upswing now after a few months down. You're really okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, it's still around. I, I mean, well, he's a billionaire. He has all the money in the world to pour into it. So mm, yeah, what his dad does. So yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, man. Anything else? That nope, it? That's it. Cool, cool, cool. All right. All right. Well, I don't. I don't have anything for you. So okay. Until next time. All right. See you. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's featured track is Night Owl from the Dolly Rots.